This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to the Invisible Asia podcast, a series in which The Straits Times casts the spotlight on little seen or talked about segments of society across the region. I'm your narrator, Janing Tan. India's sewer cleaners. It's another person with a blocked toilet asking me to hurry, hurry, hurry. Don't take bus, take tuk-tuk. It's more expensive but faster. Rich people panic when their toilet is overflowing. That's when they need me most. 55-year-old Pedana is a sewer cleaner in Bangalore. India is still bound in many ways by a centuries-old caste system. And clearing the country's millions of choked toilets and drains is almost exclusively the job of those on the lowest rungs of the hierarchy, the Dalits, formerly described as the untouchables. Pedana is one of them. For 20 years now, he's been clearing latrines and sewers around the city. He uses brooms, sticks, and very often, his bare hands too. Protective gear, he uses only plastic gloves and a simple face mask. No professional equipment. This is Padana's job scope. He carries human excreta from the streets, gutters, and septic tanks in homes, offices, hospitals. To unclog pipes, he has entered manholes with sewage water up to his neck. His work is indispensable, disgusting and very dangerous. In Padana's community of sewer cleaners, officially known as manual scavengers, everyone knows someone who has died or gotten injured on the job. Hundreds have been killed from inhaling the toxic sewage fumes, or they've slipped and drowned in the liquid human waste down in the manholes. On average, across the country, One or two sewer cleaners die each week on the job. Thousands of others bear festering wounds, cuts, all over their hands and legs, or suffer from chronic breathing difficulties because of their job. But Pedana says, What hurts most of all is all the humiliation we face each day. People hurl verbal abuse at people of my caste. It's so common. They may even beat me up if I dare to bargain for higher wages. When the rich people call to get their toilets unblocked, they call me Anna, older brother. But we know, once our work is done, the toilets unclogged, clean water flowing again, our hierarchy snap back in place. I just hope they give me fair wages. Manual scavenging is perhaps modern India's greatest shame. The work has been outlawed in the country since the 90s. Yet, thousands like Padana are still stuck in a job due to their poverty and place in the caste system. The government's efforts to outlaw the dehumanizing practice has served only to force manual scavengers underground. Government figures in 2020 show There are some 48,000 manual scavengers across India. But activists say 
the actual number is closer to 1.2 million. Mr. Bezwada Wilson, a founder of the Safai Kamachari Andolan movement to eradicate manual scavenging, says that incomplete, half-hearted government surveys have rendered India's neglected, mistreated community of sewer cleaners invisible, wiping their existence from official records. But why is there so much human waste to clear in India in the first place? Toilets are a rarity in the slums and the rural parts of India. It is not uncommon for people to relieve themselves anywhere, on the streets, in open fields. People build latrines that are just holes in the ground. When they get full, they need someone to clear them out. Even in the urban areas, just a fraction of the population has access to toilets connected to waterborne sewer systems. Where it exists, the sewerage system is often old. It gets clogged easily, and things break down. Some cities like Bangalore have mechanized systems to fix major blockages, and corporations are banned from using manual cleaners. But in old or rapidly growing neighborhoods, without proper drainage, people still call for someone to put their hand into a toilet or physically enter a sewer to manually unclog it. You're listening to the Invisible Asia podcast series. Do follow all nine episodes of Invisible Asia over the next few weeks on the Straits Times podcast channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Like us and give us a rating. Now, back to our Invisible Asia series. In another part of Bangalore, the capital city of the southern state of Karnataka, Narayan Sami Muniapa keeps a little notebook. It has a neatly written list of all the names, phone numbers, and addresses of the people who've ever engaged him for work. The 66-year-old sewer cleaner says, You know why I do this? Let me tell you. 20 years ago, I lost my son. He was just 25. He was cleaning a sewer. The contractor, he forced my son to enter a manhole. My son fainted because of the toxic gases. He fell down. And then he drowned in the sewage before his partner could pull him out. I will never forget the sewage, that black sludge oozing out of my son's nose throughout the funeral. Employers of sewer cleaners who die on the job are required by law to pay their family a million rupees, or about 18,000 Singapore dollars, less than 14,000 US dollars. Narayan Sami tried to collect the compensation, but he says that the authorities demanded proof that his son had indeed been hired to clear the sewers that day. They claim he died because he was drunk. I couldn't fight them. I just didn't have the money, time, nor energy. Now you know why I keep my notebook. Because if the police ask me for proof that I do this work, this manual scavenging, I will show them this book. 
We are helpless against our bosses who tell us to work without safety gear or force us to go inside manholes. They ask how a sewer will get clean if a man doesn't put his hand in. Should I be answering their questions? Or just do the work and earn some money? Narayan Sami's story is all too common. In spite of the law, few police complaints are ever filed when a sewer cleaner dies at work. The employers who illegally force these workers to climb deep into the toxic sewers to unclog them, more often than not, go scot-free. The weak legal oversight and the cleaner's lack of bargaining power has also led to these jobs becoming subcontracted to temporary, informal workers with no benefits, no insurance, no safety nets. Narayan Sami's neighbour and fellow sewer cleaner, 70-year-old Munisami, has seen it all. He says, Some of us, we drink a lot. People call us drunkards. But why we drink? I drink so that I can endure that horrible stink of excrement, that disgust, that humiliation that I feel. This is my life. But my children, my grandchildren, they should all be educated so that they get other opportunities, not just stuck in this work, cleaning sewers day after day. That is my biggest wish. Munisami's 17-year-old granddaughter, Chandana, dreams of becoming a lawyer someday. She is unlike her long-suffering grandfather and other relatives, who have silently endured their dehumanizing jobs for decades. She is one of a rising generation of young Dalits who refuse to remain voiceless and invisible. She declares, when I grow up, I want to become a lawyer. To shame all the people who call us names. All the people who pinch their noses when we pass. And who don't even see us as humans. These people. First, they left my grandfather with no option but to clean up their waste. And then they say they won't touch us because we are unclean. We all have the same blood. We eat the same food. I wish people would just open their eyes to judge us by our human abilities, not box us in by caste. You've been listening to Invisible Asia. This episode is on India's sewer cleaners. And I'm your narrator, Janing Tan. Do check out the full story by Rohini Mohan in The Straits Times. We have a link in our podcast text description below. And don't forget to subscribe to the Straits Times podcast channel on your favourite audio apps, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Podcasts for the next episode of Invisible Asia. That was an SPH podcast by the Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.